Welcome to the Draft Nut Podcast. It's Jared Feinberg and Devin Jackson, and we are back to discuss some draft prospects. More specifically, the top cornerbacks in the 2022 NFL Draft. Devin, I'm excited for this conversation because we're here to talk about arguably the consensus top three corners in this draft class, no matter how you order it. Um, Derek Stingley, uh, cornerback out of LSU, um, Ahmad Sauce Garner out of Cincinnati, and then Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson. So I'm looking forward to discussion. this discussion. Um, we had talked about this as a possibility for the episode tonight, and we are going to be doing that. So I'm excited to kind of break these guys down, see who we prefer. Um, we're kind of go kind of go we're gonna kind of go off of like who's the better man corner the better zone coverage corner who has the better ball skills who can attack the ball better who defends the run better and then we'll kind of bring our rankings together um and kind of rank our top three of the positions i've already got my top three done um and i already know who i would prefer already uh, but I'm interested to hear what Devin has because we haven't really had a chance to talk about uh, the cornerback class here today. So we're going to do that. So, Devin, I'm going to start off with you. Um, out of the top three corners, Singley, Sauce, and Booth, who's the better man coverage corner in this draft class? Yeah, so th- this is a, a bit of a loaded question because I think when you – take all their games individually, I think they all bring something different, right? I think, you know, kind of breaking it down player by player here before I make my decision, I think what I see from from all of these guys, I think uh, of all the three players, I think Derek Singley has the best mirror mirror ability of, of, of the three guys we mentioned. I think his, his hips are, are clearly fluid. Uh, so are Andrew Booth's. I think his fluidity will go Stingley, Booth. Uh, as a close second, and then Sauce Gardner, I think he's a little stiff and uh, a little bit within his hips. But uh, I think uh, mirroring ability, I think Stingley definitely is, is the clear leader there. Uh, in terms of staying glued to the hip, though, I, I, I want to give uh, Sauce Gardner some credit because he is very sticky uh, once he gets attached to the hip. And he has some length uh, in, in his arms, and, and he's physical. Uh, Booth, he's uh, just his speed natural speed along with Stingley. I think their speed, they rely more on speed than uh, physicality per se uh, during the route. And then, uh, you know, in, in, in closing, I think Stingley and Booth are the clear advantage there in terms of being able to break down with with the route. But overall, I think man coverage, I would give a slight edge to Derek Stingley uh, simply because I think his mirror ability uh, and, and just supreme confidence that he's able to stick with any corner uh, you know, at, at, or any receiver at any point in the route, I think is is the thing that stands out to me. I think with Gardner, he's physical, he's competitive throughout the route. He's going to keep his hands on. He's more of a when you kind of stack up the class, the previous class, he's more of the J.C. Horn type of corner where he's going to be physical and he's going to let you know that he's there more so than than uh, a Booth or Stingley, where whereas they rely on their athleticism and speed to stay with the, the receiver. But I think for me, I guess Stingley the edge. Um, I understand he 
doesn't have the greatest 2021 tape, doesn't have the best tape, uh, or really doesn't, it doesn't come close to Gardner or, or Booth in, in this particular year, 2021. But even, even with that in mind, he still had a phenomenal few games that he did play. And, and I know the Kyle Phillips play is the one that's played at nauseum, but I still think he had pretty good coverage on that route. He just didn't secure the tackle, but I would, I would go Stingley there. So for me with, these guys in terms of mirroring ability, I, I I would give the edge to Stingley. Um, he, he is just so fluid in the hips. Um, he really does a good job of staying at the hip pocket of, of receivers. Um, when Andrew Booth that definitely comes a close second. Um, I, there's an argument for him to be um, the better guy here. Um, however, there weren't, in Clemson's defense, they didn't have a lot of opportunities in terms of press man coverage where you're, where Booth is able to kind of mirror the receiver at the line of scrimmage, close at the line of scrimmage. Um, and when Clemson ran zone, and we'll talk about them, at, we'll talk about all three of these guys as zone corners here in just a few moments. Um, but when looking at Booth, he – he did show the fluidity. He did show the mirroring ability. It just, you didn't see enough of it. But for me on tape, I saw for someone else, it may not be enough, but for me, it was plenty to see, Hey, this guy, he can be a very good man cover corner at the next level. When it comes to press man ability, um, I would give the edge here to sauce Garner uh, a, a, such a physical player at the line of scrimmage, and you were just talking about it. He he he's kind of J.C. Horn in the sense that um, he's going to let you know at the line of scrimmage that he's there, and you know he can get a little grabby at times. But when you when you watch Gardner on tape, he's physical at the line of scrimmage. He'll get your, his hands on you. He'll be physical throughout the route, um, and he can say at the hip pocket, but there is a little stiffness to the hips uh, of of Garner because he he's a little high hipped, um, longer legs, so he, he's going to struggle a little bit in terms of transitioning, turning. Um, but I, I, for mirroring ability, I'm going to give the edge to Stingley. For press man, I'm going to give the I'm going to give the edge to um, to Derek, or not Derek Stingley, um, Sauce Garner. Um, these are three really talented corners. Um, and I, I, I'll just say this. It would not – I would not argue with anyone if they had Sauce Garner as the best man corner or Andrew Booth as the best man corner. I mean, these are three talented guys that can play man coverage very, very well um, in their own unique ways. So let's move on to zone coverage. Um, who the better defender in zone coverage is – for me, I, I'm going to say Sauce Garner from what I saw on tape um, because, you know, I there were a little bit of some times where both Stingley and Booth struggled in zone coverage. They, there were some lapse in spatial awareness for both players. Um, but uh, for Booth, he – he has plenty of more growth to do in zone coverage. I don't believe he's a true zone corner. Like some have suggested um, his better tape is as a man corner 
um, as compared to a zone corner where he's had inconsistencies with spatial awareness layering um, as it, as it pertains to zone coverage, I, I believe Garner does a better job in this area. Now in 2020 or not 2020 in 2019, when watching Derek Stingley's film, he was phenomenal zone coverage, but we're looking at more from the tape this year. Um, there were some in instances where Stingley did give up some big plays um, and, and he did struggle a little bit in zone coverage over the last year or so. Um, could it be from injuries? I'm not sure, but he, he, he has had his struggles there um, in zone coverage, but with Garner, you get a corner that, and apologize for looking at my notes. I don't remember these all quite off the top of my head. He has a really good, strong feel for layering and coverage. He does a good job squeezing routes um, and he does a good job working into throwing windows that, and being competitive for the football there. Um, I think he would. And I've always, I always bring up Carolina in every episode at least once. So I'm going to bring him up again. If Carolina didn't have a, if Carolina did have a true corner opposite of JC Horn, if they didn't have CJ Henderson or Keith Taylor as two young corners, they didn't have Dante Jackson. I think sauce Garner would be in contention for, for the sixth overall pick because he is a, he is sort of a similar player to JC Horn who. You're going to be physical at the line of scrimmage, but you can also play a little bit of cover three um, and really do a good job with understanding um, different zone coverages or where your assignment is. So I, I, I'm a big fan of Sauce Garner here in zone coverage. Um, I want to know what you think, Devin. Yeah, so this one's a, a, a little bit of a tougher one for me because I think you know, cover two versus cover three is is a little bit of a question. When when I think about deeper zones, I think Andrew Booth excels at deeper zones. I, th I think, you know, his, his ball skills, natural ability to turn and run and, and locating the football in the air, he almost does it like a receiver. We obviously seen the the plays against Miami or, or when he floated in the air against, uh, I think it was against Boston College. I can't remember. I think it was a 2020 film. Virginia uh, might have been. I think it was yeah, against well, Virginia. He just yeah, yeah, insane. yeah, Dude, yeah. He, so he has some some very impressive deeper zone plays, and I don't know if those plays specifically uh, are are in deeper zones, but uh, I know they're in like off man coverage and, and mm -hmm. him playing off. So I think the deeper zones, in my opinion, I, I would give the the edge to Booth because one, the Clemson plays it a lot or played it a lot yeah. uh, this season, and and that's something you know as quickly on tape is that. He has a skill set of a man corner, but he was forced based on Brent Venable's scheme, and I think also to hide some of the other deficiencies uh, that they had in the secondary. They played a lot of zone coverage, um, and and it makes sense. You know, I think Booth clearly projects as a man corner, but I do think in the deeper zones, I would favor uh, Booth simply because the upside is is quite high, and, it, and I understand why people are labeling him as his own corner. He played it. In college so it makes sense right. why people will think it's going to happen but i also understand that you know just with his his fluidity and in, in our breaks i think uh you know that it shows up quite a bit cover two wise i think clearly the advantage goes to stingley and gardner because uh you know there are two guys that you know 
really rely on 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 their athleticism and, and ability to close quickly uh, to to disrupt on short routes. Where I think Booth still has a way to go in terms of truly trusting his instincts and and not being, you know, I, I feel like sometimes he's thinking while he's out there, and then that leads to kind of like slow transitions. I think Stingley and, and Gardner are comfortable with it, and, and they can do so. But but for me, I, I would I would probably go with Booth here, which is a bit of a surprise. I, I think Gardner and, and Stingley both bring uh, a different uh, kind of dynamic. They're you know they're they're ball hungry. They they go after the ball. But in terms of you know executing the the uh, the assignment and, and and whatnot, I think Booth does a better job. Uh, you know, sticking, especially in, in deeper zones, sticking to, to to the script, so to speak. Whereas I think Stingley and, and Garner are a bit of a risk takers. They they want to go after the ball. But but if if I'm asking someone to go out there and, and play that specific scheme, obviously you want ball hawks on the on the uh, the field. But uh, say I'll give this this example. There there's offers here from a, a you know four wide set and you're playing cover three. It's not ideal. I think I would trust Booth in that situation to be able to close on the the slot and the, the outside guy more so than Stingley and Gar. I don't think it's like completely, you know, uh, I don't want to say it's a huge gap, but I think I would trust him a little bit more in zone because I know he's played it. And he's not just somebody you throw out on the island. So that that's what leads to for Booth for me that as the answer. I and I can see that. And I I think for me when I put in the grade for him in zone coverage, I gave him an eight out of ten, um, which is still fairly good. But there there were some there were some mental lapse stuff that just bothered me a little bit. And I'm like he he, he has work to do in turn in, in zone coverage. He has a lot of upside. And that's what you pertain to. And I, I, I totally get your point. And I agree with you, actually. Um, and that he does a great job in deeper zones. Um, and he ha- he has the athleticism to react and recover. Um, and he has the explosiveness and the twitch to and the fluidity to stay downfield with receivers and zone coverage. So it, it makes a lot of sense um, on your take. Um Let's move on to ball skills. And you were just touching, you just mentioned ball skills uh, briefly, but um, this is one, probably one of my favorite areas to evaluate evaluate uh, when I'm watching quarterbacks because I want to see how they attack the football. How do you track the ball? How do you keep your eyes on the ball in the air uh, when it's coming down? And how are you positioned? So, this is a tough one for me because all three corners are very, very good in terms of ball skills. Um, Derek Stingley had showed terrific ball skills at LSU, especially um, in 2019 when he had six interceptions his freshman year. Um, Sauce Garner's always been a really good corner in terms of ball skills. He always attacks the football with great physicality. Um, Andrew Booth, just makes outstanding plays at the football. Um, this is tough because, like, if you, if I chose either one of these guys, I don't, I don't think anyone would have an issue with it because they're both really, really good. 
I'm going to give the edge to Andrew Booth, and I kind of preferred Booth when it came to grading Booth and Stingley in terms of ball skills. I graded Booth higher than Stingley in that area. Well, they're they're both the same grade, but in terms of preference, I preferred Booth because he attacked the ball so well with tenacity and aggressiveness. Um, he has the athleticism to um, – he- there was one play, I believe it was it was probably in 2020 or it was 2019, where Booth came across the field and made an absurd pick um, from, I, I believe, the opposite hash and came in downfield, came off his man, came downfield or came off downfield and made an absurd pick downfield. Um like showing off great range, explosiveness, instincts. Uh, Booth just attacks the football so well, and he he has made some absurd acrobatic catches um, with the football. He tracks it so well. Uh, He does a good job getting his eyes around and making a play on the ball. Um, He had some absurd picks this year. Um, There were a couple against South Carolina that really made my eyes go wide. Um, He he is a terrific player. player in terms of ball skills uh, but that that shouldn't degrade Stingley or Sauce Gardner at all because they're they're all terrific but in my preference I would prefer Booth um, in this area just because of how he's able to use this athleticism to his advantage and really do a good job making good plays on the ball it's rare that he missed an opportunity at getting his hands on the football, especially when the ball came in his direction. Yeah, this one, this was another tough one because I think you go either way. And it really depends on, I think, your preference of, of ball skills. You want someone that's going to, you know, kind of be that that guy that can just go up and, and go snatch you out of the air uh, while he's like, you know, um, hip to hip with a receiver. Do you want someone that uh, just a true ball hawk and, and just going to, to really out-muscle re- receiver? Or do you want someone that just has the receiver background, was actually going to take snaps at receiver? And that's Derek Stingley uh, in, in that last one. You got uh, Gardner, who, who's that more physical presence. And, and he's not always going to get an interception, but he's going to get his hand on the ball. Or Booth, who's just going to make flat-out freaky plays. So, for me, the, this one is, was tough, but it really came down to two guys, and, and it was uh, uh, Stingley and Gardner for me that it came down to. And I'm going to go with Gardner. And then it, this one's a little bit different, kind of what I've been, who I've been going with, and they all happen to be, you know, different picks for each category. But when when I think about uh, Gardner's ball skills, I think you know, obviously we get enamored with interceptions, we get enamored with the the freaky plays, but. <clears throat> what I like is just his flat out competitiveness. Even when he's be, be on a route, he's still going to play through the hands of a receiver and get a, a pass breakup. And he understands the value of that. You know, mm-hmm. he, every play doesn't need to be a, a turnover worthy play or, or amazing play, which is why I ended up going with him. Cause I think Steenley and, and, and Booth uh, to a certain degree, they, they go for the flashy plays or they want the ball, you know, they're, they're going to find a way to go get the football. Well, I think Gardner is thinking about, uh, I don't want no one to get a catch on me. You know, well, I think all all these guys have that mentality. They don't want to get passes thrown on them. I think because of Stingley and Boots' willingness to go and go make the amazing play, 
I think they can get caught out of position and potentially give up some big plays at the NFL level. I think Stingley, he just he's pissed off if you get get a catch. You know, it's, it's that JC Horn mentality we mm-hmm. he talked about at the top of the show where he, he just doesn't want you to catch the ball at all. So I, I think for me that's the edge why I give Gardner the 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 edge in that one because I think he's so competitive and, and he just wants to win every single rep. You know, it's not just about uh winning the battle, quote unquote, but he wants to win uh, the snap on snap basis and saw plenty of plays this year, even though he didn't get thrown to at, at a lot. And you got to really dig for the film to see what plays they throw at him. I think the the plays they did, he made it made life very tough on receivers. And I, I love that about Garner. And there are times where and I remember the game, I think it was SMU from last year in 2020 where he, he got, I think he did get beat, but he did such a great job recovering the football. And he recovering to the football, and he was like, "I'm not going to allow this to be a completion at all." So he came in there and just ripped the ball out of the receiver's hands and knocked it away. Um, though he did get some pass interference, he did get a pass interference call on him. On him, that's the type of corner you would want because, like, sure, he may end up getting a couple penalties because of pass interference. But if he's able to break the ball away and prevent a touchdown or massive play downfield, um, I, that that's a corner you take all day. Um, so I, I'm with you on the boot on the, on the Garner selection there um, in terms of ball skills. Um, and again, all three are just really good in this area um, in in their own unique ways where, but well, I would think, like you said, Stingley and Booth are similar in terms of where they just want to use their athleticism to make spectacular plays on the ball where Garner really competes for the football um, despite not being a like a superstar athlete like Booth and Stingley. So I, I totally get where you're coming from. On to run defending skills. Um, this This was a no-brainer for me when watching all three of these tapes, it's Andrew Booth. Uh, when you watch Andrew Booth's tape, you will see the click and close ability to twitch the explosiveness downhill. He will blow up receivers in the screen game, stack and shed blockers, and make some really good plays on the football. Now, there were some instances where he would try to ankle grab um, defenders and he would miss a couple tackles, but I, I feel like with corners nowadays you're just going to see that anyway so it didn't really bother me but the consistency I saw with Booth in terms of his technique as a tackler um, doing a great job with his run fits his click and close ability explosiveness twitch um, just coming downhill consistently and making a play on the ball carrier um, he did that better than anyone I saw on tape or out of these three corners Um with Stingley, he he's had his struggles um, as a as a tackler. Um, he has shown really good ability and run support, but as a tackler, he has shown some inconsist- inconsistencies. Um, but he has shown some really good flashes of being a great tackling corner. Same with um, same with Garner, though it's not as consistent. Um, but I think Garner is probably slightly a better run defender than Stingley. So 
if you put them in order, it would be Booth one easily. I think it's Booth, Gap, Garner, and then Stingley on my board. So um, it's Andrew Booth, best run defending ta- run defending corner in this draft class, probably the best tackler at corner in this draft class, arguably. Yeah, I agree. I think Andrew Booth is, is clearly the, the pick here. And he, he tackles almost like a safety, uh, like mm-hmm. a, a box safety. And, and it's it's quite impressive. I probably wrote five or six times down that he's blowing up screens consistently. And I think, you know, that's a, an attribute that I think will be a reason he ultimately goes in the first round is that he's not just a high upside man cover corner. He's also someone you can throw out on special teams. And, and he, he's going to go down and track uh, ball carriers and, and be able to tackle on the perimeter. Because we know how uh, how important that's going to be, uh, especially say if he gets drafted to the AFC and teams are plenty of AFC teams are or uh, DB needy. Uh, there's a lot of fast guys there uh, that that can can make people miss in the open field, and you need that that corner that's able to, to get them on the ground. So uh, that's why I I would love him in in uh, Buffalo. You know, it's just a, a scheme fit I think would would be perfect for him, but. I don't know if he makes it that far. We'll see what happens. But I, I think Booth certainly is, is the best uh, run. I, honestly, I think he's just the best tackler overall uh, of these guys, not just in, in run defense, but just uh, consistent enough to uh, blow up screens and, and, and make those, uh, you know, tackles for loss, but but also uh, has, has a formidable technique while tackling and gets people on the ground. Whereas I think Stingley and Gardner, a little bit more inconsistent in that category. Stingley, probably more so. But Gardner, he's shown some ability to, to make tackles in the open field. And I think he's gotten better over the years uh, being able to tackle on the perimeter, especially when, with not much going on with him out uh, on this island. But, but I think Booth is certainly the pick there. All right. Now it's time to discuss who our CB1 is and kind of just rank these guys. Um, so, Devin, I'll go with you first. CB1. So I understand. I, I've talked a lot about all three of these guys. So uh, to leave people a little bit more guessing of who I like, and they all, all got different superlatives with, with Booth taking away two. But my CB1 is Derek Stingley. Uh, I, I just still believe in in that ability to, to mirror. Uh, I really value that at, at when I look at corners, especially uh, man corners. Can they mirror? Uh, do they have ball skills? Uh, are they fluid at the top of routes? And, and are they fluid in and out breaks? The the injury scares me a little bit. The the lens uh, Frank uh, lens frack uh, injury at, in his foot. I think that that's certainly scary. But uh, for me, just just pure corner wise, uh, even with with limited tape in twenty twenty one, I still think uh, he's the the best corner right now. Uh, in in or just projecting him going forward too, because I think you know part part of the the scouting process is not only where do you see them next year or the year or two years from now, but where do you see them five six years from now, and do they have longevity? And I think he does uh, as long as he stays uh, healthy. And I know the the only thing I worry about is that you know I, I was pretty high on Caleb Farley, and, and he still dealt with injury his his first season in, in NFL, we've seen some other corners kind of deal with injury and it's really derailed their career. Mm-hmm. But uh, with Stingley, I, he just has all the combination of what I look for, ball skills, mirror ability, footwork, um, you know, just just a, a supreme athlete. And, and that's what you need in, in the NFL 
to keep up with these receivers. And I just imagine, especially at LSU practice, him going up against Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Terrace Marshall and, and the, the entire LSU receiving core every day at practice. And while you, you know, that shouldn't creep in your mind evaluating wise, but I, I would just love to see some of those battles. We see them post a few clips every now and then. Uh, some of the battles I think they have, I think Jamar Chase against Derek Stingley, they mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago they showed that. But I would I would have loved to be a fly on the wall during those practices because I think uh, that valuable uh, ability to play against few, three future uh, NFL draft picks and, and all those guys going in the first two rounds it was certainly valuable for him. But but him also winning the reps too. So I kind of went off a bit of a tangent there, but. Uh, Stingley's is DB one for me. Uh, right behind him was Garner, then Booth. I think Booth ended up as, as DB three for me, uh, just because I, I, I think there is a lot there and there is a lot of potential there. But I also think it, it, it also is a bit of a projection, only because we didn't see him exclusively playing a man scheme and, and exclusively. Uh, show off that ability. And I do think he he has a a, a little bit of uh, a way, not a lot of ways to go, but but still needs some improvement with his eye discipline uh, in in those shorter zones and in uh, in shorter man coverage uh, areas. Whereas I think Gardner and Stingley uh, have the experience and have shown that on tape. Cornerback number one for me, Andrew Booth, but barely, barely. Um, as it pertains to the separation of grades on my board, Booth, ha- Booth and Sting and Derek Stingley are separated by 0.5 points on my board. Like it's super close. So it, for me, it was more of a preference, um, and I prefer Andrew Booth. Um, and and look, and, and I get your concerns with Booth, and I I understand those concerns a lot. Um, but w- when watching his tape, I saw great man. I saw good man coverage reps um, consistently. Um, the eye discipline is a little bit of an issue in zone coverage. Um, he is definitely not the greatest in zone coverage, in my opinion. But in, in those deeper zones, he he has shown a lot. Um, good ball skills um, f- from Booth. He, he does a great job with um, reaction, reaction and recovery. Um, but for me, his athleticism, his explosiveness and twitch and twitch is his ability in man coverage, his flashes in zone. And overall, his run, his run defending ability and as a tackler, that kind of sold me as a big fan of Andrew Booth. Um, who's currently my quarterback number one and in my top five um, on my big board. Um, there's so much to like about Booth on tape. And, you know, and I, I don't blame anyone for having Booth lower. Um, but for me personally, I prefer someone with plenty of upside in zone coverage who has shown flashes in zone, especially in those deeper portions, um, who has shown really good reps in man coverage, um, with great athleticism, explosiveness, twitch, um, and can defend the run very, very well. The, I have a, re- I'm a sucker for guys that can defend the run well, and um, it, it, if you're defending the run very well, in my eyes, you're going to be ranked pretty high on my board. It's just 
get that out of the way. So any any of the other corners I watch in this process, if I see you run run defending really well, you're going to be high on my board. And for Stingley, um, there were inconsistencies in end zone coverage. Um, and you know, it, I think for me, he he was a little bit more inconsistent. As a run defender, that was kind of the difference for me between him and Booth. Um, Garner is just a really good player all the way around. Um, and I, I don't fault anyone for having him as CB1. Um, just a really good man man corner zone corner. Just really good all the way around. Um, but he had more inconsistencies as a tackler. Um, that kind of brought his grade down a tiny bit, but not much. I mean, all three players have first-round grades for me. Um, but for me, on my board, and personally, as a pure player, Stingley is my CB1, just barely, um, over Derek Stingley and Sauce Garner. Any other thoughts you have for that, Devin? No, I, I think you can stack these guys up in any, any way, and I'd be fine with that. I think it, it right. just – really depends on your preference. And, and like, I, like I said, with my preference, it's, it's, you know, kind of about mirroring uh, ability, uh, ball skills, et cetera. But I also understand that Booth is, is kind of, you know, he has a little bit of everything that, that you want in a corner and, and more so, especially on the tackling side of things too, whereas those other guys are a little bit more consistent. But also can't fall people have Garner as, as DB1 because, because you know, he, he's the J.C. Horn mold. He is the uh, in-your-face type of DB that, uh, you know, he's, he's going to talk trash and back it up. And, and you know, people like that and teams like that. You want to have someone that has that personality and swagger, and, and he certainly shows that. So I wouldn't fault any of these guys being the first DB off the board. Obviously, we think Ahmad Garner is probably going to be the first one off the board just because – Teams are in, are enamored with that and have shown in the past few years they want that. But but Booth and, and Stingley they land in the right place. They could certainly carve out the better career than Gardner. Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, the fact that we have three very good corners at the top of this class um, makes this a really good really good year to get a cornerback if you really need one. Um, and last year it was too, but it wasn't. I, I don't think it it was as deep as it was at the top. Um, you could say maybe this top three is similar to last year's, but I would argue this, this group this year is probably better than it was last year's. I mean, at least on my board. Um, I, I think all three players are graded higher than, or at least two of them are graded higher than uh, certain Farley and JC Horn on my board from last year. So, this is a really good cornerback class, um, especially at the top of these three corners, Derek Stingley, Andrew Booth, Sauce Gardner. Um, and I, I'm very much looking forward to where they end up. Um, whoever ends up being the first cornerback off the board, and we're expecting it to be Garner. Um, but again, whoever's the first off the board, I think someone's going to be very lucky to have them. And like you were saying, Devin, um, if they land in the right place, they'll thrive and potentially turn into one of the better corners in this league has seen, or we'll see um, throughout the next several years. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing how these guys grow and develop. Um, it'll be very interesting to watch guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we enjoy watching corners um, and also 
if you if you missed it, our last episode was on the quarterbacks. Um, yes, we did quarterback discourse. I know it sucks, but I mean we we have to talk about it at some point. So um, we're not sure what we're going to do next for the next episode of this podcast, but we will let you guys know. We'll see you guys soon. Peace.